I want to read you guys a sentence that I wrote in my uh, my notes. The notes that I have, actually, just to give any people, leaders out there some context. I have 196 pages, Google Docs, of employee experience notes. It literally says, my startup EX, because that was the name of the business at the time, my startup EX best practices master list. It's really, really, really a, uh, a list of best practices, frameworks, tools, resources, perspectives that, that cross the entire gamut of employee experience. Right? So here's a sentence. It says, if your low performers are leaving, but your top performers are staying, your company culture is moving in a good direction. But there is something to be said from a development standpoint. Low performers, low performers, low performing employees may be low performing because they are not in the right roles and or they don't have the right amount of support, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I have another point of view, though, that I wish I would have wrote in here that I'll just expand on now. I'm in a situation personally where I'm the they, they technically call it the senior HR manager. Really, it's a director of people ops. It's like a chief people officer role, right? But it's a volunteer capacity. It's a nonprofit. There's many folks that have that role as well. And so we're sharing a lot of capability and capacity. Without calling myself out directly, but I will just call it out directly. Fuck it. I don't think my performance has been the highest over the last two weeks, I would say. And connecting to this tip that I have in my notes here, connecting to the tip that I want to have all these, these listeners experience and understand is the following. There's another variable that a lot of companies and a lot of leaders don't pay attention to. For me personally, when I look at some of the systems, when I look at some of the perspectives, when I look at some of the micromanagement, when I look at the, some of the ideals and, and, and perspectives and points of views and potential skill sets or direction of the company or direction of the key stakeholders that I either report to or work closely with, if any of those, vi- those variables are failing or not doing well or are not where I personally would like them to be, for high performance, because I would consider myself in high, a high performance. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me categorize a few variables of high performance. In my personal opinion, you have a high performer that is a, an amazing individual contributor, right? Like tactically in the fucking depths of a, a, a particular task, they know every single thing of how to do it A to Z. They can write a freaking manual on it and they can execute it. I think also high performers are folks, are folks that are just super, super, super engaged Super, super, super um, excited about bringing innovation to the table when it comes to this particular task and so on and so forth. Right. So for me, the type of high performer that I am, I'm one that is very, very engaged. I'm one that's bringing a lot of innovation, a lot of new ideas. I'm one that's bringing a lot of strategic direction. I'm one that will go beyond above and beyond to galvanize folks around me to either complement my my weaknesses and put me in a position where I can execute on my strengths at a tangible kind of rabbit hole level, or I, I'm the type of guy where, in the type of high performer where I build, I'll build such a rock star team around this inevitable problem we're trying to solve, where everyone will feel engaged, everyone will feel like they're working on projects and tasks that are most important to them. Right. So here's the punchline. In my personal opinion, again, it could be the CEO, it could be the chief of staff, it could be any 
you know, any person that you, you know, personally report to, it could be processes unorganized. It could be documents that are hard to find. It could be internal communications that are completely fucked up. Pardon my, pardon the French and the F word. It could be a multitude, multitude of things. If some of those things are off, that can actually cause a lot of friction for high performers, right? High performers like certain things to be in a certain way. They want to understand the points of views of the CEO. They want to trust the CEO. They want to trust that the processes and the strategic direction and the backing of the processes are, are done correctly. They want to understand and trust where the company's going. They want to believe in where the company's going. They want to believe that the company has enough enough and what it what it really takes to have things that are organized and are moving in a fluid, general, you know, positive direction. If they're not feeling that, if certain members of your team are not feeling it, if you tangibly as an organization, don't have your shit together, quote unquote, to make it simple. I believe that can turn someone that is a high performer into a low performer, because here's why. When you don't have your quote unquote shit together, a high performer is going to disrespect that internally. They're going to look at that and say, hmm, this is too much work to get this simple task done. Or, hmm, that ideal or that perspective is just really all putting or hmm, I don't know if I can connect to this or hmm why aren't these processes you know these are remedial things. like like they'll start to judge and that's just a human being trait and when they start to judge they start to get disinterested and when they start to get disinterested they start to become not a very high performer and then when they're not and when they're when they're not a high performer they're obviously a low performer and then when they're a low performer they're looking for other things they're spending their time doing other variables and they're just doing enough to hang on and so if any founders listening any managers listening any head of people is listening the third component that I would think about very closely when I analyze low and high performers, do we have our quote unquote shit together from the point of view of the high performers around how they want to see the quote unquote shit being together? For instance, I always bring my wife up in this example. My wife loves organization. My wife loves systems and processes that are clean, that are neat, that are structured. That is very, very, very important to her. If she does not see those things, or have those things, or believe those things are organized in such a way that behooves the organization, thus it behooves her, she will start to look at the organization and question, well, is this a place that I should work? Is this a place where I can thrive? And so her typical very high level of standard will start to dip off, or drop off rather, because now she's disrespecting the organization internally and subconsciously, and now she's like, you know what? I'm going to hang on just enough. I'm going to do just enough to not get fired, do just enough to not make not, not make this too difficult of a path for me. And I'm going to spend all the other time that I have, all my other resources, all my other energy and find the next best opportunity with a company that have their processes and shit in order. So I think this is a, a variable that a lot of people are just not paying attention to, not thinking about. Very important variable and something I wanted to highlight today. Thanks so much.